1: Thank you for joining us today. I'm Julie Nelson host Chris Gruda. It's a beautiful day here in Des Moines, Iowa, and we're so glad that you took time out to listen to us. I was talking to John this morning on the morning show previewing our show today and he said that last week during the carathon he has had several people say they liked their favorite show is Catholic Women Now and I, I want to say a big thank you to all you who listen because yeah. uh, we never know and we do it, it is a, an act of love that we put into this show for for you. It's for you out there listeners and uh, you know, we have a text line you can text us any ideas or suggestions, yep. comments. a matter of fact, you can question, do that right
2: now, yeah. 515-223-1150. If you have any questions or comments, we have Ellen Miller in the hot seat today. Yes, she's
1: our guest this morning. She's with uh, Mary's Meals, which is a wonderful program that feeds children in impoverished areas. And she's just taken that and really run with that in this area. And they yeah. have got some great things coming up. Yeah, so, so if
2: you comment for her... Send it in. Yes. Yeah. 515 yeah. Yeah. That's
1: right. That's right. And then we've got some fun things to go over. I think interesting things about uh, 10 things you don't have to be to be a Catholic holy woman. I'm like don't have to do oh yeah. my gosh what do not a,
2: some things you do not have to do i know because
1: we as women tend to compare and put a lot on our plates that we don't need to be doing that we, we t- do. do or wanna, we just
2: overdo sometimes or we overdo we, we over trying overcommit. to do
1: it all multitask a yes. little too much and yes. just uh sometimes we just feel like we're not measuring up and we have to do more so i think this will be good it'll be a good especially this time of year may I think so it'll crazy be great julie <laughs> Well, it is a crazy time of year. May is, you know. I, I know when May. the kids were in school, it was all these activities and even now my kids are gone, do you find yourself You know what? Busy it's funny crazy? because
2: <clears throat> I thought when my kids would leave the nest that it would get less busy, uh-huh. but it's busier than December. I used to say that when they were little and I'm still saying it. it's busier than December.
1: You just heard there's there was just a bunch of moms with young kids who just went, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't need to hear that." <laughs>
2: It becomes a little bit more flexible. It's more flexible. But but it definitely stays busy. You can choose a little bit. You have a choice a little bit more. when Your nest is empty, ladies, so don't get too
1: afraid. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to scare you. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Well, we should open with prayer here today.
2: Yes, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now. And at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I
1: just want to, we need to let our listeners know that we are going 40 minutes today for the first time. This is, our show has been lengthened, and we're excited about that because you and I have talked, Chris, so many times we have so much information, and we just feel rushed getting through it. So this will give us an opportunity to share with you. Hang in there. Hang in
2: there with us. My hubby's listening in. He probably has an appointment set for 930 because I didn't tell him we're going to go to 940. Well, we didn't know until we got here. (laughs) So sorry about that, hon.
1: <laughs> and just remember, this is live reality radio.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll, anything we'll, can we'll happen. We'll see what happens in those extra ten minutes. Hopefully, there's no dead air.
1: That's oh, no, I'm not worried about that with you, Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't realize, Jules, how long you talk sometimes, do? Listeners, I want you to get your timers out.
1: <laughs> oh, start those timers. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, I was perusing the news feeds the other day, and I came across this article that I sent to you, Chris, and I think it's really wonderful news that um, Our Lady of Fatima, whose 100th anniversary is coming up May 13th, is, the statue of Our Lady of Fatima is going to be making an appearance and visiting the United Nations the mm. night before. Well, the last 13th. time she was here was
2: 1952? Uh, yes. Wow. Yes,
1: and I think that's wonderful news mm. that Our Lady is going to the United Nations. How? I mean, just think that Grace is in the you know what will come from that?
2: Th- that's exactly right. You never know. I, I had a, a family member who they had a gigantic picture of Mary on their wall. You know, just as a piece of art, of course. Uh-huh. And Julie, I don't know if you remember this, but I was concerned about them for some some you know parts of their faith walk, and you said. You can't believe that them being on that wall, that her being on that wall is not going to affect them somehow, uh-huh. you know? And yeah. so, and that's the same way she's going to have an effect on the United she Nations is. no matter what, Yes, no matter what.
1: Yes. And definitely our world needs prayer and what an excellent way to, for her, the big, great, the mother of our Lord, the great intercessor. Mm-hmm. She, she's the one who first brought Jesus to the world, right. the first disciple. And you know, as, as, and so,
2: as we sit and talk about her, she's here. Yeah, You know, anytime present. we call on her, anytime we say the Hail Mary, she comes to us. Well, I heard
1: a neat thing the other day, you're talking about the Hail Mary, that anytime we pray the rosary, she's, she's holding our hand with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and putting our that, hand
2: in Jesus's.
1: Yes. That's really what she, her, her job is. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. I heard my husband say that after his conversion one time to another person who was like, oh, brother, the Mary thing, you know, kind of thing. My husband goes, well, it's really not about her. It's about her yeah. taking your hand and putting it in Jesus's, which is something you said to me one time, long Julie. time so, ago, many years ago. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, all those
1: things I forgot I said. Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've been my mentor for a long
1: time. Well, you know, you never know who. Well, with the Holy Spirit, you never know who, who's leading who. who. So I. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've given me some good nuggets all over these, the years too. All these Julieisms—that's
2: what we should do a show on sometimes. <laughs> is the Julieisms that you gave to me. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. that's funny. Well, thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting Catholic Women Now. She is an authorized independent agent, and her team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Iowa. She makes insurance so simple for you, and she's one of those people you walk into her office, you feel like you've known her for years, and she treats you like that. She treats you like, you know, you know you can trust her. She's amazing, and all of her background is amazing, too she mm-hmm. is mhm- cindy dot com five one five two two six two one one one
1: well, we're excited. Ellen's with us here today. Hello, Ellen. Good morning,
2: girls. Good morning.
3: It's good to be here. If you just
1: joined us, this is Ellen Miller. She's with Mary's Meals, among other things. Uh-huh. Uh, she wears many hats. You're yes. co-chairman of the Great Christ Our Life Conference. Uh-huh. And Mary's Meals, you're working with that in this area. And then there's something else. She leads
3: pilgrimages. She's to Medjugorje. Yes. And, and at this moment, i got six grandkids at my house waiting for me to get home. <laughs> <laughs> Grand a day. It's a grandma-grandma day. They're unintended in front of video just so you know they're safe. <laughs> they're safe. It's they're grandma's. With, they're with my 87-year-old mother-in-law who's oh, living with us now, so they're, they're good. <laughs> it's grandma's, Ash. You can do whatever oh, you want. Absolutely. It's good to be here with you guys. And so tell us first a little bit what Mary's Meals is for our listeners. Well, Mary's Meals feeds children at their place of education. And I say at their place of education because sometimes their education isn't always in a school. Mary's Mills is passionate about going into some of the darkest places around the world to find these children who are sometimes working in dump sites. And it will be during their lunch break that Mary's Mills will bring lunch and give them school. Or in Syria, you know, at the refugee camps where they have the schools there. Um, Malawi also has a refugee camp from um, the people from Mozambique who I have spent many times going to see and hearing about their plans when it comes to running from your country and needing a safe place to land. And, and just the passion behind Mary's Meals and how they're able to get this porridge, this 10-cent cup of porridge to these people. And Magnus
2: McFarland's the one who started Mary's Absolutely, Meals,
3: Absolutely, right? yes. And okay. he is a Christ Our Life humanitarian who yes. we're very honored to well, um, yes. he
1: spoke bring back. at one of your Christ Our Life conferences, so make some everyone. listeners my
3: <laughs> Everyone. So, yes. Yeah, our, Hopefully, our listeners are familiar with yes, that. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, and for those who don't know, then now my son works for Mary's Meals. So, gosh, I've been to Africa now six times in the since 2011. I love it's
1: crazy. following you on Facebook when you go to Africa because what's impressive to me about those people—they're so joyful and living in those conditions—and to the Western world, that's kind of a paradox.
3: It, it truly is. And you know, first of all, I have to laugh because when you go to these villages, to these schools, you're driving two hours on mud roads that. You can't even hardly believe you're getting through. I keep thinking I've got a long way to walk home if I get stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do they take hitchhikers out here? I'm not sure. You know, and you drive through what seems like cornfields and these huge mud puddles, you know, and you finally get to the school and, um, there are the kids, there's the kids with the joy and the hope, but all around you, as you're traveling, you cannot believe these people live in such dire circumstances. Well, and, and
2: especially to know that some you're going to a dump literally sometimes. Mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I have, uh, my, myself, I have not ever gone into that kind of situation. Uh I have gone to the refugee camps.
2: Well, what led you into Mary's Meals? I mean, I know your son is involved in Mary's Meals. Mm Yeah, where did
1: you find out about them?
2: You know, Mary's
3: Meals, we found out about uh, Mary's Meals um, through Magnus in Megagoria, Marilyn and I, my co-chair for the conference, were in Megagoria, and people kept saying, "You got to meet Magnus from Mary's Meals." And we're like, mm. "No, we're too busy. We have pilgrims. We can't. We don't have time." <laughs> you know. And as those God incidences work, um, Marilyn and I both went into Mass the day before uh, Magnus was to speak, and we both heard in prayer that uh, we were supposed to go. Here magnus wow. speak yeah it came my, to our hearts separately uh,
1: that first christ our life my husband went to that was this magnus was the speaker that he was so impressed with and the th- reason he liked it it was his humility yeah his well and, and he gets stuff done he gets it done and, Is and it and, just to and, and, and being the being a provider and the, the you know my husband being more logical he's like it's a it's a really um low it, well ran uh, mm-hmm. organization. They mm-hmm. don't put a lot of money into expenses. It's they have
3: a good. It's like ninety three cents of every yeah. dollar goes toward the charitable works. Yeah, and, and every he was time impressed I'm, with that number. Oh yeah, and when I'm out there in the villages and I see the difference it makes, I. I always want to say it's so much more than a cup of porridge because you see the teachers who come up to me and cannot thank me enough for supporting them through Mary's Meals because having that food there at 7 in the morning gets the kids to school on time. It helps them to be alert for their learning. And then the cooks... The way they thank you, it just about makes you cry because you're thinking to yourself, you don't know how I waste $19.50, you know. But for the cooks, you know, they don't want to be just called cooks. It's volunteer cooks because the joy of giving their time to their children, and as they say, they do it with love, to change their village and to open the eyes of the kids to a better tomorrow. And and then I looked at the parents and the way they struggle. I mean, so many of them I have met who make less than a dollar a day, and they're teaming together with other girlfriends, so to speak, to to buy their kids food for the day. And these women have peace. They have peace because their kids have gotten that one meal. Well, at And they school. have
2: such joy. I mean, I've seen some of your videos, listeners. If you've ever seen, um, you know, kids dance, Ellen will put on her Facebook <laughs> yes. page these kids who will dance and sing, and it's true joy. It is. It's yes. true joy. So you know, they talk about you know the, those the the. Poor in spirit. Be yeah. poor in spirit. If we could all be like that, that mm-hmm. the joy that they carry. And, you know, they really have to lean on our Lord. It looks like they're really leaning hard on our Lord with the
3: joy that comes through them. I was visiting with a group of kids. Um, the kids we were going to be feeding on the Mary's Meals Run Walk, Machesa School, 877 of them were sitting under a shady tree. And what country is that? And this is in Malawi. Okay. And the cooks just asked me, how do you make this magic happen? Um, how how are you able to feed all of these children wow That's and i looked at those kids and i said i want you to know that god answers prayers mm-hmm. because here i am mm-hmm. and he works through people mm-hmm. and so for a little girl from iowa to travel 33 hours you know on a plane and through traveling to be here to stand under this tree with you shows that he is listening and uh-huh. and he loves you so much and um wow.
1: mary's meals is interdenominational. denominational i mean yes. and you go into a um I understand you've fed uh, kids in Muslim areas, too. Oh, yeah, all faiths and none. Yes,
3: Magnus is passionately Catholic, but truly they believe that, you know, uh, we need to feed all children, children who are feeling vulnerable and hungry, and and they're just their day-to-day plights, you know. Uh, You look at them and you go, well, so what does your day look like? You know, a lot of these little kids are getting up by 4 and getting out into the fields to help their parents, and by 6 o'clock they're washing up and they're walking. You know, we're doing a 5K, 10K for Mary's Meals, but these kids walk that on a regular basis every day. You know, yeah. it's just nothing for them to walk to school, and sometimes barefoot in many yes. cases.
1: I'm curious because I think you've shared this um, on one of your Facebook posts about some of the, what they, the adults think of the Western world. Oh, they bit. love
3: America. And they say to us, if we could only put our foot in America, uh, it would be like a slice of heaven. Oh. 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 They're always like, take us with you. And oh. we love Americans. I, you and know just what? Just nothing When I was little,
2: I always wanted to adopt about 20 of them because, you know, they'd have those, oh. those, pictures on television of the bloated stomachs, and I remember thinking, I'm going to go over and adopt about 20 of them.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, now you can, through Mary's meal. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to bring them all
2: here, but you know yeah. what? That's where their happiest is with their parents, and they very that's much, where you need to leave them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just yes, see a, a
3: generosity mm-hmm. that runs so deep among the people, mm-hmm. and the moments that you share with them. I mean, I have um, stood there and visited with people who are working in the field for 80 cents all day with a machete, cutting grass, and when I offered them two dollars and 50 cents, 2,000 um, to buy soap. The response was so overwhelming. They were jumping up and hugging me and shaking my hand. And these were adults
2: yes. that I was just buying yes. bar soap for. So and, you're changing their lives, but how is it
3: changing your uh, life? Perspective and gratitude. Oh,
2: mm. oh. Oh. oh, Ellen As can't talk now. Yes. Get <laughs> tears coming. We're having a moment here. Yeah. It's a beautiful uh,
1: moment. So, wow. But now your son, Mike, is committed to what? A couple years already to living in, yes. And he has He's a given family? six years to
3: live in, in Africa, and they've just committed to two more. Yes, and he has a wife, Alex, and He's, she's a she's an English teacher. She's the head of English at the St. Andrews wow. School over so there. So she teaches there. She, so she does, and she teaches that. Yeah, and it's more of a. Um, it's definitely an international school. It's probably one of the most well known in Africa. So she's doing very well. And little David and Daniel are two and one years old. Oh my, old, oh my gosh! Sense. Oh goodness! Do they oh have
1: a little nanny that comes? To, uh, a they have nanny again. Mary. We Mandy love Mary. her.
3: <laughs> she is close to my age. And, you know, she grew up in the villages and she called herself painfully poor and painfully hungry her whole childhood. And oh. she just is so grateful for what Mary's Mills is doing for their culture and mm. for their communities and villages. So now
1: does the community step in and help with the meals and make the meals? The moms or come to the school and they... Cook them, and that's that yeah, how the beauty, though the, the, the reason Mary's Meals is
3: able to keep it for 1950 is the fact that when the village invites Mary's Meals to come into their schools, they have a meeting and they sit down and they they talk about how they need the volunteer cooks to cook the food every day. And these gals, they get up at like two in the morning. They're walking to the school, takes them an hour, and then they're preparing that food for three hundred, a thousand, um, and that is has to be done by seven. So these are volunteer cooks who give their time, probably six hours a day. They said on a daily basis, so, and they're not making, you know, they're giving out of their their needs, right. not out of their wants. Mm-hmm.
2: So what you're doing is you're not just giving them food, but you're giving them education so that then they can eventually learn. And my, my husband would always say, you're not just giving them the fish, you're teaching them how to fish.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, Mary's Meals is very passionate about, this isn't about us going in to save them. It's about all of us coming together as community around the world, you know, with our little acts of love and truly reaching out to make a difference in their lives. And There's, that's what's happening.
1: It's seeing Christ in them. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus Absolutely. Said, you, think, you know, the least of these, you're serving me. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. and they
3: even um, donate 10% of the bricks, the mud bricks it takes to build the kitchens, and they have to donate the sand, and so really the community needs to come together and support that to really make this happen for do the Do they kids. grow the crops then for the food? They, they do when possible. Yeah. Like in Malawi alone, Mary's Meals feeds over um, 1,200,000 children a day at their place of education. In Malawi alone, where my son is finance and logistics officer, uh, they feed over 900,000 kids wow. a day, and the oh, um, local goodness. farmers in Malawi are growing the food, almost 25000 Farmers, the last I knew, that are local farmers growing food. I love that
1: sustainability that they're creating in in their community. Mm -hmm. And it's also part of that community, like you said, working together and coming together for a common goal. For oh, yeah. uh, To better themselves, to better their, their lives. And, and to see just, these just,
3: kids, you know, have well, the dreams that our kids have, you yeah. know, instead of getting married young, where so many of these young girls, God bless them, you know, they're, some of them, I mean, I've heard stories as early as 10 years old, they oh. are marrying them off because these children are hungry and their parents oh. can't feed them. And so they're sending them off to a, an older man who has a vegetable garden and a house and, oh. and this is their plight. Ugh.
1: Have you been with them long enough to see someone grow up through the school system and see where they're at now?
3: Mary's Meals has a beautiful documentary called Generation Hope, and it's on the website now. And Which, you website? See Which it. website? The Mary's Meals um, USA website. I don't even know if USA is in there. It's just Mary's Meals okay. if you Google that. And it's called Generation Hope. It's 30 minutes, and it does monitor uh, three adults that have grown up with Mary's Meals. Maybe it's four. And one of them works for Mary's Meals. Wow, and I've nice. met him, and he's just a wonderful man and oh, talks give him about back. the opportunity he's given back he grew up in the village is poor and he is just so grateful for what he can give back to them well
2: tell us tell us okay we have the mary's walk Mm -hmm. coming up may 13th Mm -hmm. so that we can help be a part of this um and that is a 5k and a 10k you can walk or run yes what's the goal of this run, the goal is
3: to feed those all those eight hundred and seventy-seven children. I was just telling you about it in Macheza Malawi school in Malawi. Is that yes, like building
1: a kitchen there. Is that what uh, you the think? kitchen
3: is built and the cooks are there. And uh, what they need now is to for someone to buy the porridge. Okay. and that okay. would be us. And so our goal is to create a run walk to educate others about what Mary's Meals is and just to um, unify ourselves with them, with their walk and run, you know, since they're Mm -hmm. also going the distance we are. It's a beautiful comparison. And each walker or runner that um, signs up for this will uh, feed a child for an entire school year.
0: Wow.
3: $35 for a 10K, 25 wow. for a 5K. You're feeding a child for an entire school year with just one hour of giving.
2: So if you have a fifth grader or a third grader or sure. whatever, imagine that you're helping your child. If you just go out and
1: go for a run with us or walk for right. with us. Chris and I are signed
3: up. We're right. going to be there. We're going to walk. On the hundred year anniversary team. of Fatima. I, I can't know. think of a better way to honor our mother than to feed her children. Yeah, and that's right. you can even be a virtual runner. So say you look at your schedule and you go, oh, Helen, I can't make it. You can sign up virtual at the Mary's Mills Run Walk is what you would go to. Will Um, you still burn...
2: Virtual calories, then? You know, wouldn't that be sweet? <laughs> oh, yeah, wouldn't that be
3: nice? You are going to get a virtual blessing from <laughs> Bishop Sharon, who's going to oh, be there, and he's oh, going to bless us. Nice. And, and, and yeah. we're going to
1: do. We're going to break in and out with the radio show. Uh, pro, radio station's going to be there doing some live remotes, breaking oh, nice. in and out of programming that morning, too. And they're so. going to be
2: saying, there's Chris huffing and puffing. She so wasn't in <laughs> shape. <laughs> and get this. We
3: have Hertz donuts, which I guess are really popular, and ice cream. They're not really
1: a donut. They're
3: dessert. <laughs> 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 Outside scoop is from Indianola, and it's very well known for their homemade ice cream. So they're bringing their ice cream truck. Oh, no. So it's kind of a beautiful way to it's share fun, with your children festive. the meaning of giving back to other children yes. around the world. I saw
1: their families signed up, so you know. Oh yes, you can sign, sign up, as up a family and, yeah. for
3: seventy five dollars. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: and what a great thing for your child to walk and understand what they're doing actually doing something you know it's easy to give money sometimes but to actually get involved and be part of something is different Right,
2: and to think of somebody you know I'm maybe they think I'm gonna help somebody my age eat for right. an entire year just by being at the walk yeah just by being at the, walk or that the run.
3: I, this child walks this distance to school every day and to show your child that mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. when I look at kids there and I'll say this is what we're gonna do to, to be able to buy your porch they just look at me like you mean people pay to walk People pay to run.
1: You know, that's just (laughs) that's that slice of heaven. (laughs) That (laughs) slice.
2: No, you know what? I sometimes I'm thinking. You mean we're paying to walk? We're paying to run? (laughs) I
0: think Uh, I've I've
2: thought that
1: all my life. You know, you
2: do it because you have to, not uh, because you always want to. But this, you do want to because there's such joy in doing it.
1: Yes, and within the camaraderie of everybody else doing it together and
3: coming together, I
1: like Mm -hmm. that. Well. Ellen, is do you have a website or anything that you want to give out well, for this? Well, it's
3: the Mary's Meals Run, and it's very easy to find that way. Mary's Meals Run, 10K, 5K. I think we're about the only one on the uh, Google. Okay, <laughs> you are. and it's in night. Valley Junction, and we're very excited about that. And come and sign up, and uh, we would love to see you there.
1: Well, thank you, and I want to also mention that Ellen's going to be the speaker next week at the Ladies Mosaic oh, Lunch on yeah. May 11th, out at St. Francis. So oh, I would love bring to bring your friends my and hear stories more. and my could... videos with you yeah, guys. Yeah, will have I'm more time too. So, so, yeah, yeah great. So so all right, thanks, well, thanks, everybody. Ellen, for coming in today. up yeah, that yeah. okay, Great work. Say for hi Jesus. to those
3: cute little grandkids. Yeah, <laughs> I will. They probably got the house
1: torn apart by now. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's grandma's. It's
3: grandma's house. It's grandma's day. Thanks, girls.
1: Well, you're listening to Catholic Women Now, here broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up studio at 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. And today is an inaugural show. We're going 40 minutes, and we're excited about that. And just remember, it's Reality Live Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe deep. Breathe deep, deep. (laughs) yes.
2: You can also find us on Facebook. So check us out. Like us, if you will. And then remember, you can text us your comments at 515-223-1150 if you want to Tell us anything uh, or ask any questions uh, that we can pass along to Ellen now that she's off the show. Um, or just let us know any of your ideas. Ideas that maybe you want to hear Julie and I yes, talk about. Topics different, that, yes, topics. Yes,
1: we'd love to hear from you. And also if you want to wish your favorite priest a happy birthday, that those are kind of fun things too. And we can mention it on the air.
2: Or your favorite sister. His favorite nun. sister? Yes.
1: And you know what? What? We have to wish Tony Calumet. He's the general manager. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday. And you know what? He's our boss. Yeah.
2: John Leonetti gave gave his his age away this morning. Did you hear that? No. He said... He's 65, and I thought, ooh, does Tony Calumet want people to know no. that?
1: <laughs> he doesn't look a day over 30. Come oh, on. He yeah. doesn't—he ha- has yes. the energy of a 30-year-old, yeah, that's for does. sure. Holy He's, smokes. He certainly does. Well, the Walk with Mary, not to be confused with the 5K, 10K. Yes, this is completely different. separate because the Catholic t- Women Now is doing a Walk you know, with Mary. Walk with Mary. We have several groups that are walking once a week together, and we have a Facebook page. If you go to the Iowa Catholic Radio Facebook page, there is a group Facebook. Faith- Facebook page for Walk With Mary. Go look at the photos. People are posting photos. There's a group of women, moms that walk Tuesday morning and uh, they had all their strollers lined up with their kids. It was so, so amazing. And they're saying a rosary and they're praying for the intentions of our country, which That's are right. many. Right. So it's not too late. You can just jump right in. Um, we have information on our website if you want to go and click on iowacatholicradio.com. And Chris and I are going to try to get out there and visit some of the groups here in the next three weeks. So you'll be hearing from us.
2: Yes, those two blonde women.
1: Yeah. Although,
2: although Julie once in a while thinks she's a brunette. <laughs>
1: Was, we're blonde. We're I both grew blonde. Up brunette I can't get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to say thank you to all of you for your generosity last week with the Carathon. It was just simply amazing. We exceeded the $95,000 goal and raised $104,932.
2: Amazing. Yes, amazing. Thank you. Almost $10,000 over you. what we wanted to raise. Yeah. So, anyway, so we're very grateful for that. Yeah, and you know what, again, just in case you're just tuning in right now, in May on the 11th, Ellen Miller, who you just heard, will be there speaking about Mary's Meals and she'll have videos of, of her time there and tell us um, you know, about Mary's Meals and her her own journey. She she couldn't quite get into what it's done for her today. She got a little a little. She's very mistaken. passionate. She is, she is very, very passionate, passionate. Very caring. You'll, so you'll hear all that on, yeah. on May 11th, and you'll it's at um, St. Francis of Assisi. Uh, yes, so come invite your friends. There, invite right? your
1: friends to come hear this marvelous story. Yes, it's as free. you know, if you heard Ellen's a ball of energy, yes. and just so much yeah. enthusiasm. It's and you know, fun. the the luncheon is her. free, as well as the walk
2: with Mary with Julie and I for Catholic Women Now is free. Not the not the five k Mary's meals, but That's the separate. walk with Mary, which is what Catholic women. And now is doing through the month of May is free. Both of those are free. So yep. yeah, yeah. So well, okay, things you don't have to do to be a Holy Catholic woman. Oh, I Julie thought this. Nelson. What are they? Well,
1: <laughs> you know, I want to say that I so related to this because when I was younger and with my kids and stuff, I struggled with that. I'd look at this mom or this woman and think, Oh my gosh i'm not doing this i'm not doing that i'm I, I need to do this to be holy and uh, this article comes from Haley Stewart who blogs at candles for Mickle Moss or carrots for Mickle Moss excuse mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. anyway, so she had some things she wanted to share that I thought are very good points to make, especially during this month of May when we're running around busy and we're feeling like we're not Adequately doing what we need to be doing, right? And you know, part of this
2: part of this is is she points out different saints who struggled with these same things. So I really appreciated that. So the first one that she says is breastfeeding your kids. You don't have to breastfeed your kids. And matter of fact, Saint Zelie Martin didn't
1: breastfeed any of her children. She had no, She had wet nurses. Saint Therese was what um, did not went off to they went to off to a wet nurse for a, a year. And, uh, oh my goodness, taking care of, yeah, yeah. and you know what, I
2: I almost feel bad for her because that was such a bonding experience for me to breastfeed.
1: mm -hmm. Well, St. Therese had problems with that. And then she was healed of it. She was kind of a heart. She was a precocious child. Okay. But the point is, is you don't have to breastfeed to be a holy Catholic woman. That's right. That's right. And I I appreciate that because sometimes you just can't. It's hard to. It doesn't come naturally for women. So Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. beat yourself up up And some people just have a hard time doing that.
2: Yes. Well, the next
1: one is dress femininely. Mm -hmm. You know, skirts and dresses. Um yeah, if you like them, wear them, but you don't have to. And I remember I struggled with that one time when I was, we first moved to Des Moines and I got, I was looking for my Catholic tribe, you know, and, Yeah. and I met some women and I noticed they're all wearing denim jumpers. Do I need to wear a <laughs> denim jumper? And well, that it was, was just, the uniform. Yeah, that was kind of the uniform. I, mean, I think they just like <laughs> denim jumpers. I'm not judging them for it, but I just noticed that they all kind of Went that way, and I'm like, <laughs> so I went out and bought a denim jumper, and I couldn't wear it. It's like I can't wear this. <laughs> See, I had denim overalls; they were shorts, oh. and I wore them all the time. I wore denim overalls. I love yeah. denim overalls. I still have them. Yeah. I painted them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you know, Saint Joan of Arc. I doubt. I I doubt she dressed femininely. You know. Yes. And she's a saint. And so. you know what? But she was made for a different purpose, and yes, that's sir. that's we
2: what we have to keep in mind. Well, the next one. Uh, Now, this one was for both of us. Yes. You don't have to be married to a Catholic. And, you know, while that is harder,
1: interfaith marriages can be harder. It's not certainly a requisite, you know, that in Mm -hmm. stone that you have to be married to another Catholic. And,
2: you know, what does it do for you, for me not marrying a Catholic? had introduced scripture to me. I finally started reading the Bible because I married somebody who was not Catholic. Did you have a
1: stronger Catholic?
2: Yeah, it did. Because yeah. you know what, he filled in the pieces that I didn't have in my Catholic faith. Now, at the same time, there there have been times where we both kind of look at each other like, darn it, I wish you were more like me and you thought more like me, but we stretch each well, other. Well, that's true in anything
1: that. with husbands and wives, you know. I suppose you're right. You know, there's a lot. <laughs> you know, let's face it. If they all thought like us. It would be great. Yes, they? <laughs>
2: yes. That's darn it. You're
1: right, Jules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but you know, Saint Monica is the saint that we can turn to for this. I mean, her her son Saint Augustine, you know, was married to a Roman pagan. You know, and, and she she herself was in arranged marriage, and her husband was not uh, um, as devout as she was. So she's the one to pray to, and I I pray to her a lot. In the early days. <laughs> she was what my go-to is girl. Is Lynn
2: listening right now, Julie? <laughs> I don't know. In the early
1: days. <laughs> I love you, honey, if you are.
2: <laughs> um, and next. then they say you never you never experienced depression as a Catholic woman, a holy Catholic woman. No, that's not true.
1: Oh, no. You no. Know, yeah, there's this sense that if you got God, and you can pray. You can pray, yeah. pray through it, and mm-hmm. and you should have joy. You should right. always have joy. Yeah,
2: which wouldn't that be nice if that were realistic? But we don't always, you know. There's suffering in this
1: life. That's right. And so and you can sin, the effects of sins of others on our life uh-huh. too that affects us. So yeah,
2: and so you can look at Saint John of the Cross, or the one that I think of often is Saint Teresa of Calcutta. She talked about you know, her the dark, dark night, night of, of the soul. soul, her
1: dark feelings. Yes, yeah. and where she just felt
2: like. She never felt God. She never well, felt him.
1: I thought it was, interesting. it was the last 50 years of her life. And mm-hmm. you, you look at her last 50 years of her life. She accomplished quite a bit. God accomplished quite a bit through her. So there's the hope, too, and all yes. that, too. Well, even, and you if know, you're struggling, you're st- still God's there working through you. What I you. thought
2: was interesting with her story is that she felt him all the time until then. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of felt cut off, but yet she
1: was loyal to him. She and persevered in them in those mm-hmm. moments. Yeah,
2: yeah. So so being a you know, if you're if you're ever dealing with depression, um that doesn't mean you can't be Catholic holy woman anyway. Right. Or man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or not Catholic enough or something like right. that. Yeah. Right, right. Next one. Focus one hundred percent of your time on your kids and don't work. That's not possible for everybody. No, it's not. And I think we have to be careful about a judgment on that one. You know, working moms versus stay-at-home moms. I've Mm -hmm. been in groups where there's been a little bit of, well, you need to just sacrifice more and stay home. Or the stay-at-home mom or the working mom has a different reason for working that the stay-at-home mom doesn't understand. And we just have to be gentle about that.
2: Well, and God gives us the moms um, that we need. And sometimes we need a mom who works. And sometimes that mom needs to work. I know my yes. sister has always said, I need to work, you know, and she mm-hmm. does, she just for her own, you know, for her mind, she always says, I need to, you yeah. know, that's one of, and I know a, a lot of people who say, I got to keep my mind going. It's important for me to keep my mm-hmm. energy
1: to work. Well, and then there, here again, we turn to St. Zellie Martin. She was a businesswoman when she raised St. Therese and her mm-hmm. sisters. So, mm-hmm. and know, as a saint, and as a gotta saint, St. So, Zellie yeah. Martin. Yes.
2: Yep. Yes. You don't have to homeschool or send your kids to Catholic schools either to be a
1: holy Catholic family. That's a big one, too. I see chasms mm-hmm. building up between mm-hmm. that too, you know. And yes. I think we have to be careful about that one, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Although I I loved Catholic schools, being in a Catholic school, and I love sending my kids to them. But we can't all afford that. And I have a good friend who said to me one time, but if everybody went to the Catholic schools, what seeds would be planted in the public schools?
1: Yeah, you, it, you know, it, and it really is a family decision of discernment it and prayer is. of what yes. what works, what works best for your family. Yes, um,
2: wisdom yeah. of Julie again. It's it is how you should discern mm-hmm. where's the Lord calling you. Yep, yeah, yep.
1: I know. I my mind was changing that several years ago. I read a story about a mom, mom, and she had five kids, and three of them were in different schools because that's what worked best for them.
2: Yeah, um, you don't have to be meek and mild. That's no. another one. And and here's here's the
1: one. You don't have to be well read. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you don't have to be. And then love saying the rosary, I think that's another one. You don't have to love saying the rosary. St. Thérèse of Lisieux did not. She Mm-mm. struggled with that. And getting married young. I mean, that's not every not everybody gets married at young. Let's see Gianna Mola married when she was thirty-three. And, yes, and well, that's, that's more and more people are doing
2: that these days as well. Yeah, you know, sometimes you have to grow in your faith before you can even live out the vocation of marriage, and that's
1: okay. Yeah, you give yourself permission to do it. Yeah. It's not a prerequisite to be holy to get married young and start having kids. Blah blah blah. blah. And sometimes you get married
2: young, and it helps you become holy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you yeah. never know how the Lord's going to work in your if it's not working
1: life. out, you haven't found the one. Don't beat yourself up right. for it. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you to Learning R X and owner Nancy Pym. She and her team at Learning Rx do an extensive evaluation in nine areas of cognitive processing for anybody that needs that kind of help. Um, your child can be a successful reader, a successful learner through their brain training. And it's not just your child. Adults who have had different issues will go in there as well that want to strengthen their memory or who have had problems with stroke or different things. So um, they can do all sorts of things to strengthen your cognitive skills or retrain your brain after, like I said earlier, a stroke. Um, You can find success stories about this kind of thing on their website, LearningRx.com, 515-224-4819.
0: Wisdom of Women.
2: Proverbs thirty one twenty six. She opens her mouth in wisdom and on her tongue is kindly counsel. Well,
1: we have some a couple things here that kind of tie together. The first one is from St. Catherine of Siena, one of my favorite saints. Be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. And I like that because when we we're talking about 10 things you don't have to do to be a, a holy Catholic woman is it's about a measurement we put in ourselves. We, s- we tend to compare ourselves. And really what we need to be is just who God called us to be. And maybe that's. We don't like saying the rosary. That's okay. Right. You know, that's okay. You just might be led good. to
2: saying, you know, for me, for many years, it was just extemporaneous, kind of off the cuff yeah. types of prayers. And
1: that's and that's who you are. Yes. It's like where you go to pray. Maybe you, you, you pray in nature better than you pray in a church. Mm-hmm. That's okay.
2: And, you know, different stages in life. So right now the rosary is something I love to do daily. It gives me such peace. So for me, you know, that that's kind of, you grow into different things. You
1: do. You do. Mm -hmm. And the saints are a really good um, example for us. I've always found a lot of um, inspiration when reading stories Mm -hmm. of the saints. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you to Fred J. Haas Law Offices. He is an experienced Iowa attorney of over 35 years of legal experience. He does personal injury, workers' comp, and medical malpractice. He is a wonderful man who is an experienced negotiator. We always say he kind of puts counsel in a new uh, twist on counsel, because he's not only good as a legal counsel, but personally he's just a man of high integrity. He
1: is. He's very wise. Mm -hmm. I would say he's a wise counselor. He
2: is. 515-256-6301 com. fred double d haas double a dot com
1: Well, we're getting to the close of our show today here in Catholic Women Now, broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up studio. Just want to say, if you just Invite you to the Mary Walk, Walk with Mary, I should say. Um, go to our website, check it out, jump in, post some pictures. You Maybe it's just you and another friend, whatever. That'd be great. Um, we need to pray the rosary for our, our, our country. Yeah, and if you stay tuned, you will hear the rosary next. Yes. So yes. Close with and prayer. we
2: do just want to say thank
1: you, listeners, for those tax-deductible donations you gave us last week. And you, it's still opportunity if you didn't make a donation we still we're, we'll still take it we'll still take it so <laughs> we'd Thank like you.
2: to go we could like to continue to go over our goals so that we can you know maybe yeah. don't have to continue
1: to bring the programming that you right. like so right and hey you get to length you get to hear lengthened
2: programs like Julie and I have once a
1: week well you know it was interesting last week at the carathon Tony was saying Tony Calumet our general manager when he goes out and talks to people he says the thing that people say is what they the, well, why they support Catholic radio is the programming and the words and what how it helps their faith. Yes. And well,
2: it catechizes many of us. Yes. At least
1: it does for me. So. Oh, yeah, I've learned so much. I'm yeah. listening to Teresa Tomio this morning. That's I was right. Writing down notes. So. <laughs> well, hey, let's close in prayer. Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we are grateful for this day and grateful for this opportunity to gather here and you here with us. We ask you to um, help us to come closer to you, deepen our faith, help us to be open to what you're calling us to do, to be the women of God, that you have created us to be, and not what we think we should be, but what you desire for us. And when we're struggling, in those struggles of feeling inadequacy, we just give them to you, our Lord, and give them to you at the cross, and we just lift them up to you, and let, let you do what you want with us, and we surrender and trust in you, Jesus. We ask all of this in your name, and under the protective mantle of Blessed Mother Mary, Amen, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now go do impossible things with God.
0: Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A, and Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio.